Welcome back to another hello. We're here for another episode. Welcome back to here we low na 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 another episode of the Dare Show podcast where I'm gonna talk about stuff. So today, wait, what did I want to talk about first? Oh, okay, let's talk about Monique. Monique, Monique, Monique. Oh my gosh. So Monique, um. Went on the T.S. Madison Experience, which is T.S. Madison's new show um, on Fox Soul. I was like, wait, what is that show called? What is that station called? Um, and she was talking. She gave us a little bit more new information. Um, I think if people are tired of listening to Monique talk about her being back blackballed, well, the reason why I think she's talking about it with... Um, T.S. Madison is because at the time, it was like four years ago, T.S. Madison was on um, a YouTube show with Kaya, the rapper. And they had this show. And Monique was supposed to be on, or Monique was on. I didn't watch it, but I, you know, you heard about it and what, <laughs> the ghetto nest that went down. And stuff just like didn't work out that day. I think it was like some technical, a lot of technical difficulty, a lot of technical stuff that just went awry. And so that was sort of in the height of, in the heat of when Monique was talking about her being blackballed by um, Hollywood and Tyler Perry being, um, what's the name? Tyler Purr being at the helm of this and Oprah and Lee Daniels and all this other stuff. Um, so she is talking about it again. Well, that, that at that time that got canceled. And so she's talking about it again with um, T.S. Madison on the T.S. Madison experience. So she can get the whole deets about what's popping, locking and dropping about Monique being blackballed. So Monique, you know, she's being blackballed in a way. My thing, okay, so we all know Monique, Monique, you know, says she was being blackballed. At the end of the day, Monique being blackballed is very confusing because she ultimately won the Oscar. The reason why, you know, she didn't, the quote-unquote reason why she was being, the original reason why she was being blackballed because she wasn't working for money. I mean, she was, they did, she wanted to work, but they weren't going to pay her, which makes a lot of sense. Um, we see... A, <laughs> You know what? I'm not even... I can't even go into this. Because we see about campaigning in, you know, the Oscar world, how, you know, it either goes well or it doesn't. You know, either it goes well, wait, doing what you want, doing what Monique wanted um, by not campaigning campaigning for her best, for the Oscar, which she ultimately won, won in her favor in a way, in a way. I don't, I don't know. But then we see, you know, Lydia Gaga and we see Jennifer Hudson, Halloran Hudson over here doing all this campaigning and they don't get even nominated. <laughs> they didn't even get nominated. So there's that on that. Um... What was my thing is, Monique ultimately won the Oscar without having to campaign. So what does it matter? She won the Oscar. So why 
is she being blackballed? Why, why is she being blackballed? And I think it seemed like only one, well, she said Oprah didn't speak up. She said Tyler Perry was originally the one who, well, not originally, was the one who kind of went to this other director being like, Monique is difficult to work with, her husband, this, this, and that. Everybody has a problem with Monique's husband. I don't know. I don't really care. Is he a reason why she's... I don't know. I just don't want to be so negative. Because I feel like everybody always has, you know, it's a husband. It's this, it's that. I don't... We don't really know. And unless, like, deals aren't being... um, As her manager, deals aren't being... Done or being tarnished or something, I feel like we don't really know. So that's my ultimate question. Why is Monique still being blackballed or why was she being blackballed in the first place when she ultimately won the Oscar? And she she gave some really good, um, you know, Monique was like, I'm not working for free. You want me to go and campaign and go to all these festivals? Well, you know, my life is different now. She was like, I'm on my third or second husband. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I'm on whatever number of husband I'm on. I have kids. You know, my first child, I wasn't really there. I was sort of like abandoning him for my career and abandoning, you know, everybody for my career. Now, you know, I have a good man. I have a husband. I have children, smaller children. I want to be present. I want to be a mother. I want to be. And if you're not going to pay me for spending time away from my family then i ain't going <laughs> which makes a whole lot of it makes sense it makes sense she wasn't talking like crazy then she also told um <laughs> she also told monique is very smart monique is very um when it comes to money monique is hilarious i love monique one thing I wish somebody would ask Monique is about the Parkers. The Parkers is like one of my top five, top 10, top seven, top eight, top 10, top nine, top six favorite sitcoms. Okay. Everybody hates Chris. That's a Raven. The Parkers. What else do I like? Um, okay. Yeah. That's all I can think of right now. But, um, <laughs> Um, I wish somebody would ask Monique about the Parkers because there is so many, like, it's like, what, four or five seasons of hilarious, hilarity. I could watch the Parkers right now and crack the fuck up. Like, I, like and I've watched, like, all of the episodes when they came out on Netflix uh, last year, a couple years ago, whenever. And I just, like, I love Monique. I love the Parkers. Monique is hilarious. I want to know about behind the scenes of the Parkers. I want to know about what she thinks about Nikki Parker. Like, come on. Why are people asking about the Parkers? Shit. Anyways. Monique of Money. So she was talking to Tyler. And Tyler's like, you know, if you do this campaign, you know, if you win the Oscar, you will get like, I don't know, if you get nominated, you're going to get like one to two, two to four million on your next role. But if you win the Oscar, you can get like five to eight more million for your next role. And I feel like that was lower than what I've heard about, you know, other, maybe because there was a supporting Oscar role. But anyways, 
What was it? And she's an Oscar winner. Like, come on, the Oscar winner. She's an Oscar winner for her acting, not for like. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Um, she's an Oscar winner. Y'all don't like Monique? I love Monique. Okay, so anyways, um, <laughs> she looks so beautiful. Her hair is always beautiful. She's always wearing some crazy, delicious outfits. She's always, like, her makeup is, like, Monique is really, she does some slightly problematic things sometimes. Most of the time, Monique is very funny and very knowledgeable. But anyways, what was I saying? Money. So, she's like, Tyler, I got... I'm a black woman in Hollywood. You really think my next film is going to be like five to eight million dollars? You see, I did this independent role, Precious, for $50,000. Like, uh... okay, so yeah, like I said, that's my biggest question. Um, Oh, and she told us she told us that Tyler um said he wanted her to apologize, but it was like Tyler, I didn't do anything wrong. You you did something wrong. So why am I apologizing? See, Tyler Perry makes Virgos look very bad, and I don't like that. Um, so anyway, so Tyler Perry uh yeah, he's not making us look very good. So the Netflix thing. Netflix, I believe Monique, and I believe she has the receipts between Netflix. I think a Netflix Netflix really dropped the ball. Because I feel like a Netflix comedy special by Monique would have been fan-fucking-tastic, even still today. Like five, six years ago, whenever this happened, it would have been amazing there, but even still today, I feel like they need to, hello, wake up, pay her, make it all better. $500,000 is what they offered her to do a Netflix special, or it might have been less than that, but I think she said, five, she said half a million. And when everybody else is getting, you know, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle did one comedy show, and then he left, and now, you know, he's a quote-unquote legend in the game. And so now he is a legend and he's going to pay, you know, a lot of money. Chris Rock is getting paid a lot of money. Um, all these people are getting paid a lot of money. Was, no, I don't think Cat Williams. I think Cat Williams was on like HBO or Showtime back like 10 years ago. Um, not like shading that, but I'm just saying, I think it was like 10 years ago. My memory corrects me. But anyways... Five hundred, yeah, five hundred thousand. That's what it was. Five hundred thousand. I did not know that. Well, I think I do that. But I'm just like five hundred thousand. Everybody was getting, you know, twelve and blankety blank million. And she's like, um, Netflix. The Netflix lawsuit is still going on. So I thought, you know, what I was, the last thing I heard, it came to a settlement and it was sort of over because they. Either they were found. No, I don't think they were found guilty. I think they just settled out of court. That's what I... Child, I just can't believe everything you read. Um, my question is... And Samora, this is for you. The comedian Samora... A couple of years ago, she had some... I think... Okay, I know she had a comedy special on 
Netflix. And she had two comedy specials, or she had one comedy special, and then she hosted a comedy special. But it was her thing, right? So, what are they paying? Wait, okay, what are they paying these black women then? What are they paying Samore, who is pretty much a contemporary in Monique's? I mean, Samore ain't got no Oscar, but Samore is, you know, a contemporary. Uh, a staple in the comedy, you know, early two thousand, late nineties, early two thousands, uh, comedy routine, comedy, whatever you want to call it, comedy life. And she's still, you know, she's still working. Like I follow her on Instagram. Someone's gorgeous, and she's, you know, funny. That's why you know I follow her. But someone's still working. So I'm just like, how much did they pay some more for her comedy stuff being on Netflix? How much are they paying Tiffany Haddish? It seems like every other year, every other month, Tiffany is coming out with, you know, another she ready, he ready, whatever, whatever. And Tiffany Haddish is not even that funny, you guys. But anyways, how much are they paying for her? Because inquiring minds want to know, because it really doesn't make any sense. Like, does more just, you know, sell herself out for pennies to get on Netflix? Or is Monique actually? Either way, Monique still has a problem because five hundred thousand when everybody was getting paid twelve million, and I'm an Oscar winner. Excuse me. Could it be me? Wouldn't be me. It would be me. <laughs> Should it be me? <laughs> Shout out to the Clark sisters. Um. What do I want to talk about next? So Darius Crooks. I'm going to quickly get into this. Darius Crooks. He. Child. So this past week. um, What's her name? The Kitchenista. <laughs> did an interview with some people who were doxxed. Well, I didn't know what doxxed was. But it's. A newer term, it's a you know modern term, where somebody posts your private information, phone number, name, address, social security, whatever, private information online in a malicious way. Now we all know Darius Crux, other people have been following him, other people have been awake. We know he's been doing this for years. I didn't know it was an actual you know word for it because I did speak to someone who was very close to him at one point. And he doxxed her. And uh, she found out who the people were, I believe. If I remember, it was like last year. when yeah, It was like about a year ago, you know, when I did the um, my podcast on Days Crux. Um, that, so she was doxxed. So, you know, this doxing thing isn't new to him. He's been doing it because she said he did it. I think in like the mid 2000 2010s, whatever you call it, like 2015, 16, 17. I think she he said he did it to her during that time. So he's been doing it, and I don't know what he gets out of doing this. Uh, but anyways, that is on my YouTube page. You can go check that out. It's crazy information. Uh, Sunny interesting. Sonny Anderson. Sonny Anderson gets in it at the end. 
Um, they're definitely like if you if anybody knows, and please reach out to them if anybody knows anybody or if you work at Facebook or Meta or Instagram or wherever. He's already down on Twitter. We're trying to get him down on um, Instagram. If anybody knows, please contact them and please contact, you know, report lives, report whatever, whatever you see. If you see something crazy, report it with Darius Crooks because this is not his first time doxing. I believe it is illegal. One thing about the video, the people, um, the man and the woman, it was a little cringy at times. This is like, yeah, I'm going to put my own number online. And it's like, okay, what does that do? And then, the, you know, maybe I have a different perspective of the police. But I'm like, if it's illegal, why don't you tell the police? At least make like a police report. Um, what's the name? The Kitchenista. Sir. I didn't know the Kitchenista. He doxed the Kitchenista. Um, it sounds so crazy, the word doxed. But he doxed her. Um, uh, last summer, I guess when she was really going in on him, uh, in on him, she, he doxxed her and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, very surprising, but yeah, some, some of the parts were very cringy, but other than that, please let everybody know. I'm still retweeting, you know, uh, I'm the, the scammers of the world, you know, Andrew Caldwell, Andrew Fraudwell in St. Louis, uh, he has a... Disorderly conduct and a uh, something else. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. It's another charge on the twenty eighth, which is I believe February uh, on the twenty eighth of February. Yes, which I believe is in, on Monday. He has uh, that coming up in court. You know, Andrew Caldwell is you know is a quote unquote celebrity, and he's out here scamming people himself and lying, and uh, it's just like. It's an entertaining headache, but it's still a headache. It's like, it's a delusional. He's mentally ill. He's literally, like, mentally ill, you guys. I'm not even joking. But he's like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, so, I just, you know, a little recap of what I came to find out um, about Darius Crooks. He was in, like, Dallas or somewhere, and... uh, he was hosting, you know, one of his, like, Darius Crooks events. And so, somehow, I guess he didn't have enough power or his power. The power went out or something for his, like, fire cooks. He's in an Airbnb, which he's not supposed to be. Um, somehow, you know, he keeps getting other people or he's getting, getting through these loopholes of being in Airbnbs when I believe he's been like banned for years now from Airbnb because of the destruction and the constant destruction in the houses he does. Um, but yeah, the Airbnb, uh, he's like calling the owner and like, Hey, I need some more electricity. The power isn't really working. So he's, unplugging and removing appliances, plugging his stuff up, claiming that, you know, the electricity doesn't work. The owners are like, well, you can't do that. You need to not do that. And we're calling the police (laughs) so to come remove you. And it's just like, what the fuck? My thing all with Darius Crooks. And I believe, you know, that event got canceled and I'm sure, you know, the people did not get their money back. 
It's the little things of how you scam. Sunny Anderson, she was hilarious. She was like, this man is scamming like, you know, 20 to $100. That tells you the mind of him. I was like, Sunny, Sunny went in on him. Oh, that was whole. Sunny's. I finally, Sunny finally, I don't think not finally, but I think Sunny, you know, has sort of been holding back sometimes about how she feels. And ultimately, she was just saying, I feel horrible that I took this enticing personality and a great smile and brought him into my realm as I was, you know, branching out, branching new on uh, the Food Network. And people remember, that's the crazy thing. People remember him from the Food Network. That's the, that was her thing. You know, I've, I've invited this man into my space and he ended up being a scammer and a liar and a criminal. And I had no idea. And I saw any way that I could make it right with the people that have been wronged by him, not necessarily saying, you know, I am uh, a part of this, but any way I can make it right, I want to. And that's Sonny's whole thing. And I, that's, you know, admirable. And we got to, he, he has to stop. He really has to stop. Um, what was I talking about? My whole thing ultimately with Darius Crooks is people want to, and I keep saying this, but I'm going to say it again. People want to support you. People do support you and you still continue to fuck them over. Do you know if I had a platform like his, how respectable I would want to be to my customers, to my consumers, um, how I want to build a great relationship with them, how I want to give them great products, give them great, you know, content, fresh content. Do you know, that's like somebody's dream. You have it and you're taking advantage of it. It's disgusting. It's it's confusing and it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. So shout out to everybody who is on the Darius Crooks train. Shout out to everybody who's on the Andrew Fraudwell train. Um, yeah. So, the song of the week this week on the Desha Podcast, which we're going to talk about music. Here's a little music moment for you. This is Joan of Arc by Madonna. Um, it's off her Rebel Heart album. Yeah, I really love this album. This album is probably one of my favorite albums in general, I guess, at the moment. But as far as Madonna, I think this is like a good album. I can just go one, two, three. One, I mean, one to like 16, whatever, or 15. There's a couple songs I don't really care for. And I'm still discovering like new songs on an album. Like, oh, this is a really great song. Madonna... There's a lot of things to say about Madonna. But Madonna, for you to say that Rebel Heart is not inspired by hip-hop, girl, you get in my fucking nerves. Because half of these songs are very R&B, hip-hop-ish. But anyways, at the time, I think it was like 2015, this album came out. So, you know, that whole like electronic, hip-hop, and mixture was popping and she just went into the moment with it but Joan of Arc you know the ballads on the song is really great um what did, Rebel Heart is a really good song uh Messiah is a really great song 
And then we have Joan of Arc. You know, I think she was talking about, you know, I'm not as strong. I wish I could be as strong as Joan of Arc. Being in the spotlight, being, you know, famous, it kind of hurts sometimes. And it tips away at my soul, and I'm like, yeah. I kind of feel you on that, Madonna. You know, sometimes I'm not as strong as I think I am, and things bother me, and it gets hurtful. So go listen to the song of Bapalot, even though I can't turn it um, Joan of Arc, shout out to that. So, what do I want to talk about? Oh, Wendy Williams. I didn't think this was going to happen, but it's happening. Wendy is getting the fuck out of television. I don't know what to say. I think I kind of almost cried a little bit. Because Wendy was my favorite for years. She still is a great favorite. What's next for... We all know, you know, the Wendy show is great and all. But the real show... And Wendy was, like, one of the few that, like, brought us back in... Like, backstage and stuff. For, like, from the beginning. um, Like, season one, I think. Season two. Was the after show. And, you know, when did she end the after show, really? Oh no, she got a start. She took like a hiatus, I think, when she got um when she's on the in the midst of the divorce. And then it kinda came back. Yeah, it kinda came back last year. But then it, you know, it just disappeared. Shout out to Tristan. Shout out to Morel. Shout out to Mimsor. Shout out to um Willie. Willie was an intern in the art in the um fashion department. And then he ended up being, you know, her stylist on the show. Morel, shout out to Antoine, who passed away so, like, suddenly for us. Um, that's probably where really the shit was started to hit the fan. When Antoine passed away, and she was wearing a turban every day. She's like, I don't have a wig. I don't have a stylist. She would call him wig. Oh, my gosh. The Wendy Williams show. Uh, Shakita, Shakitha, the wig. <laughs> she would pass Shakita along. Um, Ask Wendy is always my favorite part. The crying Wendy was always my favorite part. <laughs> Shout out to Dion on YouTube. Well, if you can look and see where Dion was, Dion is Dion back. But shout out to Dion on YouTube. He was always these compilation of videos of Wendy crying, or Wendy laughing, or Wendy and the killer, Wendy and food. Shout out to Wendy and food. We love a good Wendy and food moment. <laughs> what else was our favorite on the Wendy show? The after show, going across the street, did that whole like. Summer thing. Oh, Wendy will play into the summer, into her birthday. <sighs> um, she go like across the street, go down the street. The little like little um, she go to like the view. Let's go in my car. Let's go shopping. Let's just talk. Just talk in her dressing room. The pre shows. 
Um, her bodyguards. What else? Do I, the earlier shows, the like, what the hell is that? Oh my goodness! The um, that switch, right? That switch when she went from that small stage with um, I think her name was Deborah, or started with a D. Her stylist, that was her first stylist. Morel was with her from the beginning. Antoine was with her from the beginning. Um, the woman hairdresser, I forget her name. Oh, Jasmine. I think Jasmine was still with her. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Wendy Williams show. You know, a lot of speculation had happened, and I was not believing anything until I heard it from, you know, a reputable source. But it's over. Sherry's coming in. I don't really care. I haven't, I don't, I don't think I've watched, I've watched, I think I just watched, uh, yeah, I watched the, this is the first clip I saw, um, since Wendy's been gone with, um, what's his name? Telfar, that kooky crazy man and that kooky crazy fashion he be designing. Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Um, what's his name? Like Antoine Clemmings, Antoine, Telfar Clemmings or something like that. But anyways, I haven't watched it since she's been left. And I, I don't think I watched it when she, the last couple, like, episodes, season, months, when she was on. Because when it was acting like crazy, and I was just like, girl, what the hell is going on? And it's unfortunate. She did post, like, she did make her own Instagram account, which I guess makes sense now. She made her, like, personal Instagram account. Her father's birthday was this past week. I think he turned 91. Shout out to Mr. Um, Tom Williams. And she posted this video, which I guess was old at this point because she did talk. She was talking like she was walking in the sand kind of fast. And I'm like, Whitney has lymphedema and that affects your legs. But I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. And there were some things in the video. She's talking about she was 56. But her her mother's been dead for, like, a couple years now. Yeah, her mother's been dead for, like, a couple years now. So, for her to be 56, she's saying she's 56 in the video. And in the video, she's like, I'm in Miami with my mother, father, sister. You know, everybody's here. Also, you know, I think Wendy is still mourning her mother. I can say that, I, I believe. She's still mourning her mother. If that video is recent. <laughs> and... we, You know, she just say, you know, she's like, her mother's on vacation. And her mind... Okay, I'm not going there, because it's really sad. But anyways... I don't know. She did post on her personal account saying that the statement that her the the publicist man made nobody asked him to do it. <laughs> um and that wait, what did she say? Cuz it was kind of funny. It was very alarming too. Like, wait. What's really going on here? 
Mr. Bragman, although I appreciate your concerns and respect you immensely, I have not authorized you to make a statements to make any statements on my behalf regarding my current status with Denmark Mercury. Again, thank you for continuing concern and support. So I kind of feel like in a way she didn't want to go. But then also there's this other thing that said wait, was this Recent? I think it was recent. Oh, De- yeah, Denmark Mercury said she understands why this this, this decision has been... Wait. Oh, no, 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 no. This is the original statement. She understands that De- um, why this, this decision has been made from a business point of view. And she has assured by... She has been assured by Denmark Mercury that she... That should her health get to a point where she can host again, and she has the desire be that she host again, that she would be back on TV at that time. That's also the thing that she wanted to keep doing. <sighs> Wendy is talking and is speculating a whole lot, but as we know now, that's the annoying thing. I can see her doing, you know, being continuous silence. I'm sure Wendy is great with money. (sighs) The divorce probably kicked her in the face a little bit. Kicked her in the bank account a little bit. I don't know. But the show is ending. Shout out to the show. I'm going to have to go watch some show moments and crack up. And the beginning shows were hilarious. The first, you know, that sneak peek. Uh, with the bang, she had that bang, and she had the big wigs, and she pulled the notes out of her, uh, Brazil, um, Brazil, whatever you call it. Those are funny moments. Those are really good. You know, the little hot, her show just grew from the little, like, TV screen to the big uh, media screens. Like, oh, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. What's next for Wendy? I don't know. People keep talking about, like, she should do a podcast, or she should do this, or she should, should do that. And I'm like, do I want Wendy on a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Her thoughts about stuff is very interesting. I'm more interested in, like, Wendy Williams and, like, her cookie craziness more than I'm inter- interested in her, like, thoughts on, like, Kim and Kanye. Which, you know, I think she said, you know, they were going to last, which they aren't lasting. So she does have a touch on pop culture and an insight, an intuition on pop culture, which is fascinating and interesting and always relevant. What's next? I don't know. Shout out to Wendy. Shout out to Wendy. So, um, last week, I was supposed to, like, say, where the... F-? Oh, no, no, no. It was supposed to happen on Friday. I, I think I said I was excited for the tiny desk. Did I write it down? I don't think I wrote it down last week to remind you guys. But Patty's tiny desk was supposed to happen on Friday. And Friday came, but I was like, where... Excuse me, NPR... Where is my uh, Patty LaBelle tiny desk? And then it comes. So <laughs> it came this morning. I guess it came at like 12 or something. 
it came out this morning and it was really good. Uh, it's still online. Go check it out. It's, it's online. Uh, it's for the Black History Month thing. Um, she opened up. Okay, wait. Patty looked so effing delicious. Patty looked so good. She had this like black and white print top on with like some leggings, black leggings, and then black um, shoes, like black little boots. And then she had her, you know, her really good uh, black hair. Patty looked so delicious. They opened up the little acapella moment, or not acapella, a little jazz background moment. Um, and I think they had just taped this because I believe she was in Austin. Maybe they had to like put it together because she was just in like Texas last week or something. And it said it was um, in Austin. So it was just taped. And um, it was really great. It was really great. Um I was expecting some songs, but I wasn't expecting. Like I said, I didn't want to hear. If only you knew, I didn't want to hear Rainbow. Because I'm like, Patty's catalog is such vast. And she has great hits other than those songs. And they really um, highlighted different songs that were really great. Uh, they did something special, which she has been doing in her um, recent shows. From the Winner and You album. Still sounds great. It's even great with, like, the backgrounds and the different harmonies you, you can bring to it. Um, but shout out to the original with the Sweeties back in the day. That shit is just fantastic. Something special is gonna happen tonight. Oh, that's a really good song. Then she wanted to Love, Need, and Want You. And uh, still great. And then she went into If Only You Know for research purposes i watched it i listened to it it was still great um and then thank god she didn't, she didn't do rainbow <laughs> and she ended it off with lady marvel live which she did the whole song she hasn't done the whole song in decades she did the it's the third verse that she really doesn't do a lot shout out to sarah dash but she she doesn't really do the third verse a lot. Um, and she did the third verse, <laughs> which is very surprising, very, very cute, very fun. Uh, she looked great. The energy was great. I want to say this really quick and then I'm going to go because, you know, Patty isn't in her full voice. I think she she has taken a break from singing. From She's working on something. She posted something last night. With Romeo and Master P. What's his name? P. Miller? Whatever. Romeo's father. She's like taking a break on set, hanging out with these two dudes. And I'm like, what y'all doing? And I tried to look and see what they were doing on their own Instagram accounts. And I couldn't find anything. And I'm like, on set where? where what you doing? But anyway. <laughs> when you don't use your voice, you lose it. And she... Didn't seem 100% comfortable singing. Like, I'm aware of what Patty looks like when she's comfortable singing and free singing. And, you know, the last couple of shows I've seen, they were, you know, she was having a, a moment to hit the note. But the note, the note still sounded great, but I just, ugh, I just hate it when, you know, these breaks happen. And I don't think, you know, Patty doesn't sing around 
I don't think Patty, you know, is just singing for fun. And like I said, when you don't use it, you lose it. That's the only thing. I just wish it was a little bit more freer and she was a little bit more comfortable. I think her eyes were closed for like most of the, like, for like 14 minutes out of the 15 minutes. And, you know, it was okay. I mean, it was great, but. Uh, but shout out to Patty. We still love you. And she looked great. It looked fucking amazing. Um, I think that's it for the Dare Show podcast this week. Um, I want to thank you for listening. I want to tell you there's so many more reviews and podcasts on Anchor, on Apple Music, on um, Spotify. Oh, not Apple Music. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, Google Play. Um, I forgot the other ones that was on. But it's on YouTube also. My Instagram is my love money tonight. My love money tonight. Shout out to Janet the Jackson. Um, and on that note, I think I'm out of here. Thank you. Thank you uh, for listening. And I have this fierce single that Sammy McKinney and these little guys put together, baby. I got a single that'll make you jump up and dance. And if you can't dance to that, you got a hole in your soul, okay? Mm. Huh?